Hey guys, welcome back to the Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. Jake, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. And today we have a very special episode of the Switch Podcast. Today we're welcoming former MLB pitcher Jerry Blevins to the Switch Podcast. Jerry, what's going on? How you been doing? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be on Switch. Pleasure is ours. So... War race start when you are, but before we start, I think that this is great because three years ago, believe it or not, I went to like a Mets fan fest and I met you. I don't know if you remember, but I definitely remember. So I sort of have a connection to you. I don't know. You probably don't remember me, but we'll go ready to start. Jake, we'll hit with the first question. Okay. So our first question for you is growing up, what got you interested in baseball and why did you become a pitcher? Uh, I'd say what, what got me interested is my older brother. Uh, he's four years older than me, my brother, Rob, um, super athletic, uh, and he was into baseball. And so naturally I wanted to be like him and I picked up a baseball right away. I mean, uh, as far as I can remember, uh, we always played sports, um, playing catch with him is some of my favorite memories of baseball in general. And what got me into pitching was I, I had a knack gift for being able to throw the ball, you know, from, from the get go, um, and the challenge of just getting better. It's a really finite skill that you have to work hard at. You know, it, when it when you get better at it, you learn that there's things that make it more difficult. And it was just fun, man. It's like um, uh, a gladiator match, me versus the hitter. It's a lot of fun. And, and that's really what got me into it was just the challenging myself, but also at the same time having an opponent, that one-on-one aspect. What teams did you do root for growing up? And what players did you like watching growing up? Uh, I, I grew up rooting for the Oakland A's, um, which ended up being my first team I got called up to in the major leagues. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, I grew up a huge, you know, Bash Brothers fans, Mark McGuire, uh, Jose Canseco, uh, um, a big Randy Johnson fan. Um, my favorite player of all time, though, is Ken Griffey Jr. So he had that sweet left-handed swing, uh, played a great outfield, and he just brought that joy to the game. That He always had that smile on his face. Uh, the game seemed effortless to him, but he also could tell he worked really hard and and, and played the game as hard as he could. Um, so that was why he was my favorite player. So at college, you attended Dayton University. So what made you make that decision to commit there? Uh, I went there for academics. Um, my best friend and I chose them for their school. It's a wonderful school. Uh, and then... I tried out for the team. Uh, I was a walk-on. So I saw the, the poster in the dorm rooms that said, you know, said this Saturday, come out to the field and try out for the, ba- the varsity baseball team. And I made the team. So our next question is, what was your experience at Dane like? Uh, it was wonderful. Um, I, I push anybody to, to go to that school if, if they're undecided at least to – you know, give it a visit. It's a beautiful campus. Um, there's something about the intimacy of it. It's a, it's a wonderful sports school. Uh, one of the best premier programs of basketball in the country. So, you know, Ohio loves its basketball and the Dayton arena is incredible. Um, it's just a fun feel, you know, it's a, it's a Marianist, a Catholic school. So if you're Catholic, that's a great bonus. Um, but they, you know, they let you be yourself and it's a great place to, to grow into an adult and to become, you know, help you shape who you are. 
So after you attended college, you were actually drafted in the 17th round by the Cubs. So like, how did you find out you were drafted and what was that moment like for you? Uh, I was in Columbus, Ohio, playing for the Columbus All-Americans. Um, and back then, nothing was televised. You know, cell phones are few and far between. So I was online, you know, refreshing that that uh, the draft page and, you know, just keeping track. I didn't expect to get drafted on the first day. I thought I'd be in like the late 40s, 50s round. Uh, and so drafted in, in the 17th round on the first day was pretty amazing for me. It was one of those special moments. Uh, kind of surreal. It's weird because there's no like celebration. I'm off in a place without my family. And the only thing that happens is my name runs across the, you know, the drafted list online. There's no fanfare, no TVs. And it's just a surreal moment to where you're like, I have to call all my family, my brother and be like, look, uh, I've got a chance to play, you know, professional baseball. What was the transition to the pros like? It was great for me. Um, you know, when you're, you're in high school and even college, it's a, there's a lot more, you know, do what I tell you to do from the coaches, you know, which is not a bad thing because a lot of the times you don't know, but at the pro level, they want you to like collaborate. They want you to ask questions because that's how you truly gain an edge to the next level. And I was always like that. I want to know, you know, if you're giving me a drill to work on, I want to know what I need to focus on to make myself better, make the team better. And in pro ball, you're allowed to ask and encouraged to ask questions. And that, that was really like the best transition for me, uh, apart from, you know, just being a professional for the first time. This is my first time having a, a real job and, and dedicating yourself to that, you know, being on a team the whole summer and traveling and getting paid to play baseball was pretty great. Minor league pay is not the best, to say the least, especially, you know, uh, earlier in your career when you're in lower ball. Um, but it's, you know, it's one of those, everybody that's been through it appreciates it. It makes the, the, the trip to the big leagues that much better. So now jumping to 2007, you mentioned before you grew up an Oakland A's fan and you made your debut with the Oakland A's. So what was the moment like your first time pitching? You know, what was your adjustments you made to the majors from the minors? Uh, yeah, I remember I had just gotten traded from the Chicago Cubs who had drafted me. I got traded over at the trade deadline in double A. I ended that minor league season in triple A and then we won our triple A championship. And Tony DeFrancesco, who's a coach uh, with the Mets now, has been the last couple of years, uh, was my manager. And we were in the, in the Sacramento Rivercats, our triple A team's Solon club up there, you know, uh, just enjoying and celebrating our triple a victory. And he's like, we have one more thing, you know, Jerry Blevins will be making his or get called up to the big leagues. He'll be going to the big leagues tomorrow. And so I just remember that feeling, you know, like it was yesterday. It's one of those surreal moments where you're like, I've worked so hard to be in this opportunity and to actually have it presented before you. It's, it's pretty breathtaking. It's something I'll never forget. Great. So after spending some time with the Oakland A's and the Washington Nationals, he played for the New York Mets for four seasons. So was it like playing in the, in the Big Apple? Yeah, the Big Apple, right? It's uh, I love my time in Oakland. The Bay Area is a part of the country that I love um, and I visit often. D.C. was super fun. It's a great place for families with all the the history and the monuments and the, the, the museums that are free for the families to come in and out of. So I, I love my time there. 
but there's something about New York, man, as you guys know, uh, that's the big city. It's the big apple. It doesn't get any bigger than that. I've always enjoyed uh, visiting and I enjoy, you know, the pressure that comes with it as, as a baseball player or anything that, that you do. I always enjoyed the, those high pressure moments. You know, when you're a kid playing in your backyard, I'm sure when you're pretending that you're, you're, you know, Pete Alonso or Michael Conforto up at bat, you're thinking, all right, bottom of the ninth inning, game seven of the World Series, you know, the pressure's on. Those are the moments that you practice. And in New York, every single time you're on the mound feels like that kind of atmosphere because it's you're on the biggest stage in front of a very passionate group of fans. And, you know, you look around and, and you see, you know, some history of the game and you just, you just understand where you are and you appreciate the history of the city, the fan base, and just being under the lights. So recently in the past few weeks, you announced that you retired from baseball after you spent actually spring training back with the Mets. So what made you, what made you make the decision to call it a career? Um, I guess I could start with what made my, made me decide to come back. It was, you know, the 2020 season was really strange with COVID and I'm at that age where I was like, is this the end? Should I just call it a career? You know, I've had a good run. It was very fun. I have two kids now. It'd be nice to spend some time with my family, but I didn't sit right with me. I didn't really get a chance to go out. Like I wanted to go out. I wanted 2020 to be my last season and go out competitively, you know, and so when the Mets called and said, you know, how are you feeling? What are you thinking about next year? Uh, I talked it over with my, my wife and my family and decided to give it one more go. Um, I had a good spring training. I felt really good. Um, the Mets have a wonderful bullpen, as you guys have seen. Uh, they're doing great, obviously. They're, they've made some really good choices. Uh, but I didn't fit in, and so I wanted to – you know, give it one more go. I was going to spend a month in New York, regardless with the alternate site in Brooklyn. I'd never lived in Brooklyn before. We'd always lived in different neighborhoods in Manhattan for my four years there. And so uh, we jumped at the chance to, to move our family to Brooklyn for, you know, a month and see how it goes. Um, the Mets were honest and, and upfront with me that I wasn't in their near future plans. And I'm okay with that because like I said, they've got a great bullpen. And I got to say goodbye. I got to really give it a last go uh, on my terms. And I got to, to pitch and feel good about it. So I was really happy with my decision. I'm very happy that the Mets gave me that opportunity. And I'm happy to be home. We're going to move on to some more rapid-fire questions. What's your favorite stadium that you've ever played in? Uh, Fenway Park in Boston. Um, what would you say your favorite food is? Oh boy. Um, I'd have to go with Japanese. So sushi and ramen. I love ramen. Uh, what's, who's your favorite coach that you've played under? The favorite coach. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, my favorite, gosh, uh, Bob Melvin probably with the A's. He's still there. Uh, I think he's the longest tenured manager now, uh, for good reason. Um, what do you, what would you say your go-to pitch is like on a two strike count? Well, my go-to pitch is always the curveball, um, especially later in my career when, you know, uh, analytics came around and I, I realized, you know, I was always appreciative of it and I always loved throwing it. And the more data that we collected on it, the more, you know, as my fastball declined, my curveball was even better. So 
definitely the curveball. What's been your favorite moment in your career? Um, I can't pick a, an actual favorite. There's some, some very good highlights pitching in the playoffs. Um, I had a, an amazing save on September 11th of 2012 that for the A's that gave us um, a big victory. Uh, and we ended up winning by one game that year, uh, winning our division. I got to strike out Ken Griffey Jr., my favorite player, um, which is pretty amazing. My debut, all those are, are big moments for me. So you're obviously a baseball guy. You played in the bigs, but would you say you have a, a favorite sport besides baseball? I make a new recording? Can you, you guys got me there? Yeah, we got it. Okay, sorry about that. There you go. So what would you say your favorite sport besides baseball is? Oh, man. Uh, it's got to be football, the NFL, man. I love it. Um, I'm a huge Bengals fan. And I think more so I, I love playing fantasy football. There's just, there's something about it. That's a little bit of competitiveness in me. And I just, I just really enjoy both the game and fantasy football. Um, what's your favorite sports movie? Sports movie. Um, here, let, I'm going to show you. still got me on the internet. Okay, go. Yeah. Uh, my favorite sports movie. Gosh, there's so many good ones from Rocky um, to Sandlot, I gotta, I guess I gotta go. I think I gotta go with the Rocky series as my favorite. And so our second to last question is you mentioned the A's before, but growing up, what it what was like your other favorite pro teams? Uh in the in Major League Baseball? Just no around sports, like different sports. Oh, okay. So I grew up an A's fan. Uh, a Bengals fan, uh, a Cavs fan. So I loved those. Those are my three major sports. Um, I was never really into NASCAR or, you know, tennis. I mean, Agassi and, and Rafa Nadal being a lefty, uh, I'm a big fan of. But that, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm starting to get into soccer a little bit more. Um, some of my international teammates turned me on to FIFA in the minor leagues. And I've kind of learned soccer through FIFA, which is I didn't appreciate it as much, I guess, uh, until I started playing it. But it's pretty fun. I just don't have a favorite team. Okay. And our last question for you, Jerry, is what's the first thing you want to do after COVID ends, which is very close to the vaccine? I'm pretty you're vaccinated, I'm guessing. And what are you looking forward to doing once masks are all gone? We're all back to normalcy. Um, gosh. I probably, hopefully it's by the 4th of July because I want to have a big party with my family and friends at the house. Um, I hope that's how it works out. That's kind of the, the main thing. It's just to get my friends and family together. And so we can just be around each other and feel comfortable doing so. That's going to wrap up our interview for you, Jerry. This is definitely one of our favorites and best. Um, we hope you have a great rest of your day and just thank you for having on. Thank you. Peace. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, my pleasure, Jake and Jake. Have a good one, guys. You too. Thank you so much, Jerry.